Damn, let's talk some shit. It's Polly Siegel. And Victoria Aaron. Two licensed therapists who've spent way too much money on degrees, certifications, and trainings. Mm. We both love what we do and couldn't imagine working in any other profession. But we're forced to be serious all the time, and that gets boring. Shit Talking Shrinks discusses important mental health topics, the human experience, and society at large, while poking fun along the way. It won't be all fun and games, because after every episode, you'll walk away with tangible tools to navigate life more effectively. We love a tangible tool. This episode is sponsored by Joyous. Okay, I have to tell you about this incredible company, Joyous. It's an at-home ketamine treatment that delivers ketamine to your door for $129 a month, which is absolutely unheard of because most ketamine treatment is hella expensive. And what ketamine does is it helps our prefrontal cortex work more optimally. And the prefrontal cortex helps with decision-making, problem-solving, emotional regulation. It's the part of the brain that gets us through hard shit. And so if you're someone who has struggled with anxiety and depression and you've tried antidepressants or you've tried mood stabilizers and they haven't helped, ketamine is absolutely the next step. And I have seen my clients thrive while using ketamine. Joyous makes it super easy to access this life-changing medicine. And you can start the process by visiting www.joyous.team. Episode 8, Effective Communication Skills. This is one of the life skills that is the most neglected in all of our development. It is the orphan in the storm. It is the orphan in the storm. Like I was learning cursive, which doesn't fucking matter or mm. prepare me for life at all. No. And not one time did I have a course or class on how to effectively communicate throughout the schooling journey. Not at all. I still don't know how. Like we're not taught. No. And we're not even taught as adults how to no. effectively communicate, which is why most people don't, don't know how to talk to another person. <laughs> That's crazy. Like it's so, we were learning long division. You think that mattered in my life? Fuck long division, honestly. I've never even thought about it since it happened. Have you ever, you use a calculator because we have calculators. I don't even do math. I have an accountant. Is he Jewish? Absolutely. Yeah, mine is too. <laughs> yeah. You don't go with a non-Jew for, no. for accounting. No. Or also with legal stuff. You no. always go with a Jew. Yeah. 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 Hopefully I don't get canceled for saying that. You could get canceled, but you'll come back and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that was our last episode. Yeah, right. Okay, so effective communication skills. Yep. There's a system, there's a formula mm -hmm. on how we can communicate with people to one, get our needs met, mm -hmm. two, make sure that there's mutual understanding, mm -hmm. and three, that there's effective change. Because ultimately, when we're in a high stakes situation and we're trying to communicate, that is when it's literally the hardest. Yes. So if we can create that mutual understanding, effective change, we're winning, really. And we love to win. Who doesn't like winning? Oh, I fucking love it. I jerk off to winning. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm winning. Is that what you sound like? Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. There was a moment in another episode where you gave us a communication formula where you said, uh, when you're setting boundaries, if you do blank, if I just think it was really valuable if you could say it again. Yeah. So the formula is this when you blank, I feel blank. 
I'd appreciate if you blank. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's just so basic. And obviously, if you don't talk like that, like you can add your own little spin on it. But first, you're identifying the behavior that the person is engaging in. You're saying how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And then you're offering them a change. I'd appreciate if you did this thing instead. Yes. Who the fuck's going to take offense to that? I mean, probably a lot of people, but they could go fuck themselves. So I think we should provide examples to that formula. And I'm going to add to it because I actually have the same formula that I work with when I'm working with clients that I share. Okay. So let's do it in tip form. Okay. So tip number one is use I statements. Definitely. Use statements activate the amygdala, which is the center to perceive threat. Yes. So that's when defensiveness increases. That if I say, well, you did this to me and you did that to me, immediately the amygdala is like, uh-oh, protection mode. Mm-hmm. And that other person's going to shut down or become defensive or just that fight or flight mode. Yes. So we want to construct our sentences using I. And then the second piece is what you said is speak to your internal experience. Yes. I feel anxious. I felt shamed. I feel inadequate. That brings up worthlessness. Mm-hmm. I feel sad, right? Like there's lonely. (laughs) That made me feel isolated (laughs) and lonely. Yeah, we don't want you to feel lonely, little guy. So third is providing a tangible offering so that the person can do it differently next time. Because most people, when they're in conflict, when stakes are high, they walk away not knowing what they need to do differently because the person hasn't walked them through it. So give them the opportunity to do it differently and spell it out for them. Next time, I would appreciate blank. It would be really meaningful if you could do blank. I'll feel supportive if you could do blank. Like you got to spell it out for people. Yeah, definitely. That is effective. People aren't mind readers. No. We don't know how to honor somebody. Even though we might think we do, we don't know how unless they express it to us. And what you're talking about with the amygdala and the nervous system, most of us are walking around activated and dysregulated and have no idea about it. So the first piece of effective communication is making sure that you are regulated. Yes. You know what I mean? And the only way to get regulated with somebody else And this is really important for all relationships, intimate work relationships, friendships, is to offer empathy. Mm. We have to be empathic to people when they are in that state, whether it's dissociated or fight or flight, it doesn't really matter. We have to be empathic to them for them to feel safe enough to say, whoa, I'm feeling really scared right now. I'm feeling really upset. I'm feeling really harmed. When you did this thing to me, it really made me feel bad. Yeah. I can't do that when we're like, holy shit, I'm in survival mode. And if I don't get out of here right now, I'm going to die. And that's what's happening when the amygdala is activated. It's survival mode. One of the things that I used to really struggle with is when I was activated, I would either A, fight. Right. Mm -hmm. So fighting was a big thing of mine when I was in my younger years. Mm-hmm. When I was a little adolescent, got when you a, were a youth, right? When I was a youth, got in a big fight in Wendy's parking lot, huge Beat over a, over a chicken sandwich. No, <laughs> over a guy. Oh, but yeah. So like that's how I was in my youth, right? 
as I got older and more sober, what was happening for me is I would flight. Like I would have to leave a situation. And what I realized is number one, right? That was me being dysregulated. But number two, the person I was engaging with wasn't offering me empathy. Mm. Just pushing me farther into this state. So we have to regulate ourselves with the person who's distressed Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, this person's clearly distressed. Can I offer empathy in this moment? Yes. So that they can get grounded and then they can say, what the fuck is going on for themselves? Well, and also by offering empathy, it's creating that mutual understanding, which is imperative when we walk away from a high stake conversation. Yes. I want to understand you. You have to, because if you walk away from a conversation and you're like, I don't get what the hell that person was going through, Mm -hmm. what change could be made? Nada. Nothing. Okay. So I think for everyone, we need to provide an an example because you have to be able to apply these tools. Yes. Okay. So let's say you're Tom, I'm Sarah, Yeah. and we go out to dinner and we're with our friends having a good time. And then Tom says something like, well, we all know Sarah can be controlling. So obviously, Sarah's going to feel a lot of emotions around that. She's going to be pissed. She's going to be angry. She could be embarrassed. She might feel shamed. She could feel anxious. A lot of emotions come up with a passive aggressive comment like that. Sure. So the hope is that when Sarah gets home, she addresses it with Tom. Yeah. Versus stewing on it and harboring the emotions and bearing it. Which is what so many of us do because we're not taught effective communication skills. Exactly. We're taught avoidance. Like avoid confrontational conversations. Right. Let's act it out. Okay. Let's act it out. I want to be Tom. Okay. Babe, what's up? You seem a little distant right now. Yeah, I guess I was just a little bit upset with the comment that was made in front of all of our friends. What comment? What are you talking about? The comment around me being controlling, it just made me feel really anxious and embarrassed and upset. I don't want friends hearing that about me. Oh, babe, your voice is so high and cute. I'm so sorry that I did that. Fuck. (laughs) I would never want to hurt you, my love. Yeah, I guess just like next time we're moving forward. If there's something about my character behaviors, like address it privately. I want to feel like you and I can talk about things behind closed doors, but I don't want it ever to be like public. So that would mean a lot to me next time. Totally, babe. You're so cute and stuff and small. And I'll definitely acknowledge and honor that need that you have. Thanks, babe. I really appreciate the opportunity to express myself. Oh, express everywhere, please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So end scene. So as much as we're being silly here, like I stated that I felt emotionally upset. I named those emotions. Yep. I'm anxious, I'm embarrassed, I'm shamed. Yeah. I used I statements mm-hmm. and I provided a tangible offering of this is what I would prefer you to do moving forward is address things in private versus in front of our friends. Right. That's the formula. And I will say this just to give you a little insight as a listener, Tom was listening really well. There was some language in there like I guess, I just. When we're addressing what we need from somebody and we're effectively communicating we have to try and learn how to take those things out. Mm. So instead of like, I guess I just, I don't really just felt really bad. It's like, I felt bad. Like that holds more power. Yeah, I think I was even kind of dancing a little bit. So I'm glad you named that. Mm-hmm. Be direct, be clear, spell it out. Like you don't need to beat around the bush. No, and Tom still wanted her to express everywhere. Or beat it in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. 
Use I statements, yep. express your internal emotional experience, yep. and provide a tangible offering of how they're going to do it differently. Yes. But one piece that is so important, regulate your nervous system. And Victoria named it. If you walk into a situation and your amygdala is firing, mm-hmm. the conversation is going to go poorly. You have to be regulated before you bring shit up. Yes, seriously. And if you don't know how to regulate, listen to some of our upcoming podcasts because we talk about it. And I think we should do an episode on how to regulate the nervous system. Absolutely. It is imperative. It is why we walk around in conflict with the world. A hundred percent. I'll speak for myself. (laughs) I'd just be fighting. In a Wendy's parking lot over a chicken sandwich. Over a dude. Same thing, basically. Same thing. All right. Well, we hope these effective communication skills makes a real difference when you're having tough conversations. And we love you lots. Love. Big love. Catch you later. Bye.